Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Sask Egg Today is brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. Future Ford is your automotive expert. From sales to service, they're the ones you can trust to get you rolling again sooner. Sask Egg Today with Doug Faulkner. Good afternoon and welcome to Sask Ag Today. Coming up on today's program, Saskatchewan farmers continue to make excellent harvest progress. The latest weekly crop report is out and we'll hear from Mackenzie Ladoon, who is a crops extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Feeder cattle prices were mixed but strong, according to the provincial cattle specialist Fonda Froats. She'll break down the latest cattle market update from last week. Saskatchewan's Minister of Agriculture is settling into his added responsibility of being the head of the Water Security Agency. We'll talk about it with Agriculture Minister David Merritt. And last night was week four of the harvest edition of GX94 Supper in the Field. And it took us to the Larry and Tilly Shabatowski farm north of Kamsack. We'll hear from Larry coming up on today's program. All of those stories and much more on today's edition of Saskag Today. Welcome back to Saskag Today. It's time now for the Ag Review portion of our program and that's a presentation of New Era Ag Technologies in Swan River. A GX94 Ag Review. After trading range-bound during the week before the Labor Day long weekend, Canola started the month of September by taking a tumble. Ken Ball, a Winnipeg-based trader from PI Financial, says harvest pressure was the main factor driving Canola's recent downturn, but it wasn't the only one. Ball adds that the Australian government's raising of that country's canola production forecast to a plentiful 5.2 million metric tons also put pressure onto the market. He also expects Statistics Canada to add 1 million metric tons of canola to its 2022-23 total in its grain stocks report to be released tomorrow. StatsCan will also release its latest model-based principal field crop estimates on September 14th. Ball says speculation that canola could potentially fall to $780 per metric ton and possibly further down is a bit too early. The Canadian Food Inspection Agency has updated Canadians on its investigation following the discovery of bovine tuberculosis in a Saskatchewan cattle herd in June. In total, testing uncovered 10 confirmed cases of bovine TB in the herd, and that herd has been humanely depopulated. In addition to the infected herd, there's also one lifeline herd. A lifeline herd is a herd traced from an infected animal in the original infected herd. There is also one contact herd and two trace-in herds. A contact herd is a herd that may have co-mingled with the infected herd. Testing on the contact herd will continue into the fall. Meanwhile, a trace-in herd is a herd that has provided animals to the infected herd. 
testing is complete on one trace-in herd and testing on the other will finish after summer grazing ends. A dead wild boar in Sweden has tested positive for African swine fever, the first such case in the country. African swine fever is harmless to humans, but is highly contagious and deadly in domestic pigs and wild boars. It has spread from Africa to Europe and Asia, and has already killed hundreds of millions of pigs, affecting global meat markets. Seven dead boars were found in Fagursta, some 200 kilometers northwest of Stockholm, and more tests are being conducted. While the virus does not affect humans or other animals, it can be spread via pork or by carrying it on shoes, tools, or vehicles. An outbreak of African swine fever has forced pig breeders in Serbia, Bosnia, and Croatia to cull thousands of pigs since June and is putting pressure on governments to compensate farmers for their losses. Due to ongoing drought and low water levels, ship traffic has been restricted through the Panama Canal, leaving a traffic jam of vessels waiting to move through its locks system. The Panama Canal Authority says that as part of a worldwide phenomenon in the last six months, the canal has experienced an extended dry season with high levels of evaporation. The current drought severity, coupled with its recurrence, is historically unprecedented. As of August 29th, the authority said on its website that a total of 135 vessels are distributed between the Atlantic and Pacific entrances. Of these, 53 have made reservations and will transit the Panama Canal without delay on their scheduled date. Vessels without reservations experience a wait of 9 to 10 days, up from the usual 5-day wait. Quebec apple farmers are asking the government to help modernize their orchards and plant new varieties as they try to adapt to climate change and shifting consumer tastes. Eric Rochon, the president of the Quebec Apple Farmers Association, says his group is asking Quebec's Agriculture Ministry for $30 million in support over six years. He says they would like to see a program that will help plant new varieties because consumers know what they want. Research done by his organization and other industry stakeholders has found that consumers want apples that are firmer and sweeter, which aren't frequently grown in Quebec. And that's today's Ag Review. Welcome back to SaskAg Today. I'm Doug Falconer. It's mainly sunny and 19 degrees in the Yorkton-Melville region. I'll have your complete weather details coming up at the top of the hour. And be sure to listen to the latest SaskAg Today podcast. It's brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. Saskatchewan farmers continue to make excellent harvest progress according to this week's crop report. Mackenzie Ladoon is a crops extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Absolutely, producers have been busy this past week and the province is officially across the halfway point of harvest with 51% of this year's crop harvested. This is up from 33% last week and ahead of her five-year average of 34% and the 10-year average of 33%. She notes some areas are further along than others. What we're seeing is that the southwest is continuing to lead our harvest progress at 81% completed. This includes an estimated 3% of all crops being used as a feed source. 
Harvest in the west central region is also rapidly advancing with 60% of the crop in the bin. The southeast is close to the halfway point at 49% and the northwest has made significant progress this past week and is now 21% completed. The east central region stands at 34% complete ahead of the five-year average of 27%. Ladoon tells us which crops are being taken off right now. So we're seeing harvest progress made in all crop types this past week. Harvesting of fall cereals has been completed when lentils and peas are 91% and 92% completed. So they're very close to being almost done. Significant progress was also made in all spring cereals with Durham leading the way at 73% harvested. This is followed by barley at 68%, spring wheat at 50% and oats at 36%. 70% of triticale has been harvested, with 61% of the crop being used for feed. Mustard continues to lead progress in oil seeds, with 68% of the crop in the bin, followed by canola at 23%, flax at 14%, and soybeans at 31%. Canary seed and chickpeas are near the halfway point, with 45% and 51% of those crops harvested, respectively. As for crop yields... Absolutely. This past week, we asked crop reporters to report on the yields that they're seeing in the field. And what we saw is that those diverse growing conditions across the province this year were really apparent as producers were seeing varying yields for all their crop types. Drought conditions in the southwest have led to yield averages well below provincial averages this year. Meanwhile, the moisture received in the northeast has led to averages above this year's provincial yields. Hard red spring wheat is provincially estimated at 42 bushels per acre. Durham is estimated at 23 bushels per acre. And barley is estimated at 53 bushels per acre on a provincial scale. Canola is estimated at 31 bushels per acre, while mustard is estimated at 1,136 pounds per acre. Lentils are estimated to yield 1,058 pounds per acre, and chickpeas are estimated at 1,071 pounds per acre, while field peas are estimated at 30 bushels per acre. Ladoon adds some areas of the province received significant amounts of rain last week. We saw that there were some pockets of moisture moving across the province this past week, with the Kelleher area receiving the most rain with 44 millimeters. Regionally, the southwest overall received the most moisture across the entire region, with the Corning area reporting 41 millimeters of rainfall. Cropland topsoil moisture remains relatively unchanged, with 36% having adequate moisture, 39% short, and 25% is very short. Hay and pastureland topsoil moisture increased this week, with 29% having adequate moisture, 40% is short, and 31% is very short. She notes there was some crop damage reported as well. Grasshoppers are remaining a primary concern for our producers this week, while gophers remain an issue and the waterfowl are returning to fields in the north. Regions that received rain are concerned with sooty molds resulting in downgrading of standing crops or any crops that are in the swath. Producers are really busy this, path, or this coming week, swathing, combining, and also hauling feed and water for cattle. Some producers have brought their cattle home for the winter already and have begun feeding them. And Ladoon is once again asking everyone to be careful during this harvest season. Absolutely. Harvest is a very busy time for stressful producers, and our producers are reminded to take stage precautions in all the work that they do. This includes having fire mitigation resources at the ready, including blowing off your combine at the end of the night, and taking safety precautions when working around power lines. Of course, safety encompasses mental health, and the farm stress line is available to our producers to call toll-free whenever they want. The public is reminded to take extra caution as well, giving extra time and space when encountering machinery on the roadways to make sure everyone comes home safe. Mackenzie Ladoon compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. It's time now for the livestock market conditions and they're a presentation of Heartland Livestock in Yorkton. Livestock market conditions. U.S. live cattle futures for October closed at 183.65 today. That's up 95. 
December live cattle closed at 187.50, up one full cent. October feeder cattle closed at 258.87, that's up 240. November feeder cattle closed at 260.27, up 207. October lean hogs closed at 82.82, up 95. December lean hogs closed at 75.27, up 82. And that's the livestock market conditions. Now it's time for the Heartland Livestock Report from Yorkton. Cattlemen, Junior here for Heartland Livestock Services of Yorkton with your market report for the week of September 6th. This being our last regular sale for the fall, we had a nice number on offer of 843 head. On the feeder market, we saw 475 of them, with the majority of these cattle being weaned calves. These calves are bringing big money. They're just like little gold nuggets. Here are a few highlights. 350-pound town steers, 506. The four weights at 499. 585-pound town steers at 407. And 675 weights at 366. On the semi-cross cows, 520 pounds at 412, 650 weights at 375. On your Angus steers, 620 pounds at 376, and the 525 weights at 413. On the heifer trade, they are still trending 40 to 50 cents back from the brothers. On the cow and bull trade, we saw 375 cows and bulls sell. D1, D2 cows, 138 to 146, with sales to 150. D3, 129 to 137, sales to 140. White Shelly cows, 52 to 85. On the half rats, 175 to 198, with sales to 209. On the big bulls, 142 to 179, with sales to 181.25, on a good, hard, high-yielding, exotic bull. Producers, Friday, September 15th, is the annual Barlin Stables Quarter Horse Production Sale at 5 p.m. here at HLS Yorkton. There are some of the top genetics in the business. With 30 colts and 10 harness horses and saddle horses, don't miss this sale. Also, producers, we are now into the pre-sort sales right up to Christmas time. With the price of these calves, be sure to get all your cattle pre-booked and call ahead of time to get them in to avoid disappointment. Receiving feeder cattle Monday and Tuesday by 4 p.m. Once again, this has been Junior for HLS York, and thank you, and have a great day. And it's time now to check in once again with Danny Ismond. And we're at Yorkton Hyundai. That's 115 Palace away. We're joined with Ron Caban. Ron, we've had a great day here today. Yeah, we did. Uh, I think the girls are all busy right now, so that's a good thing. So we brought some people in. I know maybe the guys will be getting back out in the fields with the sun shining and everything else. So I want to uh, wish them a happy and safe harvest. So that's that's all good. That's going really good. They say 50% is done. So that's good news. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the, the future because in the future, we got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. We Like I said earlier, we got about 90 units coming before Christmas here. So. Uh, I want to invite everybody to come on down because with those new ones that we're going to be selling, we're going to be taking a lot of trades as well. So come on down, check us out. I mean, we'll look after you. Well, and something exciting as well that was announced uh, was a few weeks ago, a month or so ago, about with the Santa Fe, the redesign. Yes. Like, you guys have details on these. That's exi- yeah, that's exciting news, too. You can go online, check them out, too, on YouTube. They have the new Santa Fe. They're unreal. So, yeah, and we want to invite everybody to come, down, come on down and uh Check it out and see what we got to offer. Excellent. All right. The invitation is there for you. We want to see you here. 115 Palliser Way. You can always pop on by Yorkton Hyundai. Thank you, Danny. Well, feeder cattle prices were mixed but strong, according to the provincial cattle specialist, Fonda Froats. She broke down the latest cattle market update issued by Canfax. For the week ending September 1st, feeder steers ranged from 460 per hundredweight for the four to 500 pound steers to 303 per hundredweight for the 900 plus pound category. 
The largest increase was seen in the 7 to 800 pound steers with prices improving 1310 per hundred weight to average 344.10. The largest decline was seen in the 5 to 600 pound category with an average drop of 810 per hundred weight to end the, e- the week averaging 372.90. Saskatchewan feeder heifers increased over the previous week in all but one of the reported weight categories. Prices ranged from 387.33 per hundred weight for the 4 to 500 pound category to 295.06 for the 800 plus pound category. And the largest increase was seen in the 4 to 500 pound heifers again this week with prices improving 683 to end the week averaging 387.33 per hundred weight. Froat says feeder cattle pricing is strong based on supply and demand, positive fed cattle margins, and a weaker Canadian dollar. She notes the volume of Saskatchewan feeder cattle sold was up significantly. The volume of Saskatchewan feeder cattle sold at auction increased over the week with Canfax reporting 6,288 head sold over the week, ending September 1st, compared to the 2,730 head the previous week. And year-to-date, Saskatchewan feeder cattle marketings are 1% above what we've seen in 2022 at just under 267,000 head. As for prices for market-ready cattle... Yeah, Alberta fed steers averaged 231.76 per hundred weight for the week ending September 1st, which was down slightly from the last reported price on August 18th of 232.73. Alberta cow prices reported on September 1st were down week over week compared to August 25th. D2 cows fell on average 149 to average 147.93 per hundred weight. D3 cows were down just 49 cents per hundred weight to end the week at an average of 132.43 per hundredweight. Fonda Froats is the provincial cattle specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Please stay tuned. Your commodities update is coming up in one minute's time. Future Ford has been serving the Melville area for over 30 years. They focus on the future. Their staff are ready for what's to come. Ford Tech is changing all the time with new vehicle technology like EV, self-driving, and more. Get ready to drive into the future. Why? Because the future is Future Ford. Commodities Update. Canola futures closed down across the board again today. November canola closed at 782.90 down $12.30. January canola closed at $791 per metric ton, down $11.60. December Minneapolis wheat closed at 774 and 3 quarters, down 7 and 3 quarters of a cent. December Kansas City wheat closed at 737 per bushel, down 12 and a half cents. December Chicago wheat Closed at 5.99 and three quarters, down nine and a quarter cents. December corn closed at 4.86 and a quarter, up a half a cent. November soybeans closed at 13.59 and a half, down 16 and three quarters of a cent. December oats closed at 4.96 and a half, that's down two and a quarter cents. And that's the Commodities Update. Saskatchewan's Minister of Agriculture is settling into his added responsibility of being the head of the Water Security Agency. 
David Merritt kept the ag file and had the minister responsible tag added in last week's cabinet shuffle. Well, somewhat of a surprise and uh, obviously a welcoming surprise and uh, I'm uh, encouraged by it. Uh, agriculture and water in the province of Saskatchewan kind of go hand in hand as uh, everybody knows and uh, obviously we look at rainfall and water and, and the uses of it and uh, obviously there's more uses for water in Saskatchewan other than agriculture but agriculture is a big part of it. Merritt says he was told ahead of time of the added job title. Well there, there is a process and uh, usually we're uh, notified the day before and, and that's kind of where we have the discussion with the premier and uh, he lets you know where he wants you in his cabinet and then the next day is the formal process. As for the mandate, Merritt says it will remain the same for the Water Security Agency. Obviously irrigation is a big part of that but Water Security Agency also has a lot of other entities as well. You know, I mean, I believe there's like uh, well over 70 dams in the province of Saskatchewan and obviously uh, the canals, uh, water canals all fall under that. But also we look after wastewater facilities as well, well over 600 of them in the province of Saskatchewan and also uh, well over 800 drinking water facilities that are looked after under Water Security Agency. So. It's a big agency. There's a lot of things to do, and uh, I look forward to it. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of good things that uh, Water Security Agency is doing. We'll continue to do that and work with the folks there and uh, continue to build uh, the economy here in the province of Saskatchewan and, and how can we utilize the water that the province has uh, and uh, look at opportunities that way as well. Things on the to-do list include the Lake Diefenbaker Irrigation Project, and the Water Security Agency's Agricultural Water Stewardship Policy, which is in development. On the irrigation project, Merritt says it's a work in progress. Around some of the dynamics of it, uh, the biggest concern we have is, uh, you know, how far we go, where we go, and at what cost does it come to the producers that want to irrigate as well. That is obviously one of the concerns we have. The other concern we have is, we haven't heard from the federal government if they're going to be a partner in this thing uh, at all, and we would sure like them to be uh, a partner in this project. It's a it's a big project. It's good for the province. It's good for Canada. I think that's a key thing that has to be said here, and it brings a lot of uh, opportunities, but it brings some challenges, and that's what we're working through right now, and hopefully we can uh, come to some resolve here in the next, uh, in a very short time. And regarding the water stewardship policy... I haven't had a briefing with the water security folks. Uh, I'm hoping to have one here uh, early next week and uh, and have some discussion with the folks there um, just to see where, where it's at and, uh, what, and what they're hearing. David Merritt is the Provincial Agriculture Minister and is now the minister responsible for the Water Security Agency. Please stay tuned. We'll hear from our GX94 Supper in the Field winner right after these messages. Dubberkland. Welcome back to SaskAg Today. I'm Doug Falconer. Week 4 of the Harvest Edition of GX94 Supper in the Field took us to the Larry and Tilly Shabatowski farm north of Kamsack last night. After supper, I spoke with Larry about how long he's been farming. Ah, going to be 60 years this year. Started in 66 when I bought my first quarter land, and uh, the journey's been on ever since then. You bet. And it sounds like you're kind of semi-retired though now? Correct. I'm semi-retired. We sold our business 10 years ago, 
We kept back a half section that we farm with uh, Picket Lane Ag. Um, they do the planting for me and I harvest for them and uh, it's kind of a good setup. So what did you folks seed out here this year? Uh, wheat and canola. And you've been combining a fair bit already? Uh, we're about half done to wheat. Yeah, and it's going quite well. It's probably averaging around a 70-ish. And you haven't got into the canola yet? No, nope, no canola yet. It's all sprayed, ready to harvest probably in about a week, 10 days. Okay. And you said you farm with, uh, you've been working with Simon a lot this year? Yes, we have. Probably the last, uh, probably four or five years since he started. We've been, I've been with him, helping him out, and uh, prior to that, we were just basically on our own. It looks like uh, you had pretty good rain this year. Decent, yes. Yeah, crops are crops are decent. They're average to above average. Now you work with a lot of guys out here as well, right? Do you have a pretty big crew? Yes, we do. We have probably when we're going full bore here, probably eight people. You want to name them? Rodney, David. Uh, <laughs> Simon, Mike, well, myself, and Tilly helps a little bit, and yeah, that's kind of the, the normal. So you did you grow up in this area? Sure did, yes, we did. Not too far from here? Basically a mile east of here, <laughs> yeah. And do you still have cattle, or did you ever have cattle? No, we did have cattle uh, for about five years, and then the, the farm grew, kind of outgrew the cattle, so we, we got rid of the cattle and just kept growing the farm. The acres. And uh, your son was here as well. I guess he doesn't farm, but he popped by anyway? Oh, he stops by and he helps out a little bit. And uh, yeah, he had no, no interest when we decided to, to sell. They've got their own careers and that's just the way it worked. And what did you think when I called you to tell you you'd won supper in the field? Well, I there was... Well, I wasn't overly excited, but it was good. It was very good. Yeah, we, we've been doing this for from day one and Finally it hit. You've been trying for a long time. Yes, sir. Pretty much right from day one. Did you get uh, some congratulations? I'm sure a few people heard it on the radio after. Oh, yes. The phone's been pretty busy this, this afternoon, yes. And did you enjoy the meal and all the food that comes with and all the prizes, I guess, that come with it? Absolutely. Very, very nice. Very generous. And thank you to you and the GX94. And, yeah, very nice. That's Larry Shabatowski from the Camsack District. Our sponsors for GX94 Supper in the Field are Milligan Bio, Jump.ca, Maple Ag and Outdoor, Farm Credit Canada, Gowan Canada, Sask Milk, LDC, Smith Steel, Minute Muffler and Brake, Yorkton Auction Centre, The Chalet Restaurant, and Razor Cellar at the Yorkton Hotel. Farm Bulletin Board. The 34th annual Grain Millers Harvest Showdown is coming up November 1st to the 4th in Yorkton. It'll be free admission. There's a trade show, a grain show, a forage show, a cattle show and sale, everything. So remember, that's coming up November 1st to 4th on the Yorkton Exhibition Grounds. It's the 34th annual Grain Millers Harvest Showdown. And that's all the time we have for today's Farm Bulletin Board. It's now 1 o'clock in Saskatchewan, 2 o'clock in Manitoba. Time to check the GX94 Precision Weather Forecast. For the Quill Lakes, Hudson Bay, Swan River, Broadview, Mooseman, Indian Head, and Yorkton, Melville, Roblin, Russell regions today. Mainly cloudy with a 60% chance of scattered showers. Winds northeast at 10 to 15 
and a high of 23 degrees. For tonight becoming mainly clear, winds northwest at 10 to 20, a low of 6. Tomorrow sunny, winds northwest at 15 to 25, a high of 21 with an overnight low of 9. For Saturday, partly sunny, winds north-northwest at 10 to 20, a high of 22. For Sunday, mainly sunny, also a high of 22. And Monday, sunny, a high of 20. In the Paw and Swan River, it's 17 degrees. Dauphin, Show Lake Russell and Roblin, 14. Brandon, 24. Regina and Broadview Mooseman reporting in at 19 degrees, Saskatoon 13, Hudson Bay Indian Head 16, Winyard Wadena Kelvington 15. The Yorkton Melville region has a partly cloudy sky now, a north northwest wind at 11 kilometers an hour, 64 percent is the relative humidity, the temperature is 19 degrees. That's your agriculture weather and that'll do it for SaskAg today for today. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow at 12.15 Saskatchewan time for another edition of the program. It's time now for the news and sports headlines. SaskAg today has been brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. Future Ford is your automotive expert. From sales to service, they're the ones you can trust to get you rolling again sooner.